Hello everyone, I'm back and I'm sorry it took me this long to get back. I know I supposed to came and talk to you guys in August, but there was still um, a lot of things going on. Uh, I had a lot of family issues that came up and, um, and then in August I ended up had to move. So it's been a lot going on with me, but I'm back now. And uh, I wanted to give y'all uh, what's been going on. Um, I finally got the neck situation uh, figured out. Um, they won't be able to do neck surgery because of my C1 and C2. And if you do not know, your C1 and C2 is located right up under the base of your skull. And that is really close to your spinal cord. So by my um, nerves in that section is uh, damaged so bad that there's no, uh, no uh, nerve surgeon would touch it because there's a chance that I could end up being paralyzed or I won't even survive the surgery. So they decided, uh, well, we decided to go just be on our nerve medication for now. And it seems to be working so far. It just have uh, side effects that I don't like. Um, with the side effects, it's a lot of abdominal pain. Uh, excruciating cramping I mean uh, it's unbearable and then uh, diarrhea on top of that but the medication seems to be working for the nerve pain and it helps with the phalgomyalgia also so uh, they put me on um, some medicine to help uh, with the diarrhea and the abdominal pain is still there. I don't think there's nothing out there that's gonna help with that. But it's not as bad as it was when I first started the medicine. And um, it's just, you know, like I said, I've been going through a lot, you know, family issues uh, biggest, is the biggest thing, but like I say, then I end up moving. But I thank God that I'm still here and I'm able to uh, still be able to get around and do what I need to do. And I had uh, hand surgery on the 19th. That was um, almost um, a week ago, actually yesterday. I had surgery done on my right hand. So they went in and they replaced um, the wrist hardware that was broken and they infused uh, my index finger and attached the hardware to the wrist so I can only move the tip of my index finger. I can't bend my right index finger. So now I'm in a soft cast. I go um, Monday and have the stitches taken out and start physical therapy. So that's going to be a long haul. The um, 
because I got to learn how to rewrite all over again because it's with my dominant hand. So the muscles and stuff, and by me not being able to use it, is I'm gonna have to build up that mot mortality again to be able to, to use my hand. Uh, only thing I can wiggle is uh, my thumb because the rest of my fingers are enclosed. But I, I can feel them moving and stuff. So that's, you know, I, a little wiggle every now and then to try to make sure the blood is circulating in them. But uh, the soft cast is loosening up some. So I can be able to move them a little better than they was at first. And uh, the numbness in my feet and have gotten a lot more worse also. Uh, two Sundays ago, I went to church and sitting in church after service was over, I was walking back to my daughter's car and my feet were numb and I could not feel my feet at all. And I just went down because I thought I was walking and they said, I know I was on the ground. So, sorry about that. So that, um, it's been a chore. Oh, going through all what I'm going through. So, I just know, one to get, I will be coming back, uh, talking to you guys about uh, the different things that's been going on and let y'all know what's what you know you know talking to you about the nerve damage you know getting you more insight on you know how to identify it and everything but I just wanted to come on and let you guys know that I hadn't forgot you and I really appreciate you all being here, you know, sticking by me and, and, and I'm trying to make sure I get the word out, you know, because I live through this stuff every day, you know, and this is not nothing that I, uh, research or anything. This is my actual life that I live through. And to me, you know, no matter how much you know, documentation they have out there, if you're not going through this, you don't know until you go through it. And with me, is that I'm here to try to give you all a insight of how I deal with these issues of having lupus, you know, with all these autoimmune diseases, because there are so many people out there suffering through the same thing, but we don't know what they're going through because they're not, people not talking about it. And we can only go by what, you know, the scientists and the doctors and them say that, you know, should be going on. But we, as people, know our body. And our body is telling us different things and showing us different things. And the only thing that I feel that 
what I'm going through to be able to help the doctors to understand, okay, this is what my body is going through. This is how I'm feeling, you know, and and maybe they can relate this on to their scientists, you know, and find out, okay, well, I have a patient that's going through this here, and this is how their body is going through. You know, it's not easy living with all these autoimmune disease. It's not easy for me to be able to go through these surgeries and have to go through a long time recovery, especially with my hand. You know, every day my grandson asks me, is your hand getting any better, Nana? You know, because he's not used to seeing me not being able to do what I normally do. You know, it's difficult trying to cook with one hand, you know, but I do that. You know, I have learned from 13 years ago when I had surgery done on my first time on my, my right hand that I had to learn how to do for myself. You know, I had to learn how to be able to bathe myself, you know, comb my hair, you know, style my hair, do all the little simple things that you when think of this going to be hard to do when you only got one hand. When you have two hands, it's, it just comes natural to you. But when you're unable to do things for yourself when it's time you know, you know that makes you think oh wow you know don't take your life and limbs for granted you know uh, because you never know you know I you know I was sitting there when they uh, before I they called me back to go to pre-op and I was looking at, you know, different patients that were sitting out there. You know, there was some there, you know, missing arms, some there with, you know, short arms. You know, and they there to have surgery done because they have nerve damage and stuff that was going on. But they was managing their life, you know, writing, you know, as sat and watched this man put a pen in his mouth and write, sign his name on the in, in, uh, sign-in sheet, you know, because his arms wasn't long enough, but it didn't stop him, you know, and that's what I said, it's not stopping me because I'm in a soft cast, you know, to do what I need to do for myself. You know, yes, I'm you know, still unpacking and I'm, I'm using one hand to do that. You know, it's, you know, you never know what you can do until you do it. And like I said, cooking, you know, it's, you know, that's, that's my passion, you know. And they tell me that I can't lift nothing over two pounds. So, okay, I make sure I'm not lifting and being heavy. You know, I love cooking with my cast iron. I've not been able to really do that unless uh, my daughter's home, where she can lift the cast iron 
skillets and stuff for me. But other than that, I'm doing what I need to do for me. And I'm not sitting back feeling sorry for myself and waiting on someone to wait on me hand and foot because I don't only have one use of a hand. That's not the way I I want to live my life. I don't want to depend on no one else to do for me. I, will, I am independent. I have always been. Uh, if I ask someone to do something for me and then they drag their feet about doing it, I go do it myself. Believe me, I won't ask you again. Because to me that make me feel that you do want to do it in the first place I'm being a bother and I don't like to be a bother to anyone but I'm here to express how I deal with the everyday today life of living with all these autoimmune diseases because some of them are horrendous I mean I went through a period of having rash. Uh, I end up having shingles back in um, May, and that was so painful, so so painful. Having shingles was so painful, and I still have a few of the marks. Uh, I've been using my shea butter to get rid of the little spots and stuff. They're going away slowly but surely, but shingles are nothing to play with. I mean, I started off as a lupus rash, and it went from a lupus rash and turned into shingles. So, yeah, I have been going through a lot, like I said, you know, and the documents say, you know, it's from... The stress that I was going through with the family issues that brought a lot of these illness on me really fast. You know, it was really stressful time for me and my family. Um, five months ago, yeah, it was really stressful. You know, and and I have always said, you know, stress with an illness does not mix and it doesn't and I and I know it doesn't but it was hard for me not to stress of what I was going through family wise but it took a toll on my body um, physical wise and medical wise it took a real big toll on me and like now, you know, I'm still recuperating, you know, getting back to normal. But it's going to be a while before I can get back to where I were. And I know with this hand surgery, the recovery t um, time uh, is about six weeks. And then the physical therapy and all that, it's going to take about a, a, a year, year and a half. Because they gotta make sure, and I only have one nerve. Cause I did do a nerve study, uh, also, where they 
sticky little needles, acupuncture needles and shock you and stuff. And I only got one nerve firing on my right side. All my other nerves are dead. That's on my right side. So when I went to have the surgery, they had to give me a nerve block. They had to shock that one nerve that I had, <laughs> you know, to numb my body for them to be able to do the surgery. And <laughs> it was hilarious, but I got it. They did it, and I wasn't completely out for some reason. The anesthesiologist said he gave me the maximum of, you know, to put me to sleep. But they said I was, I could still hear them, you know, discussing, you know, how they're gonna attach this. Um, I heard the the jazz music. I like, oh, I like uh, David Bowie, you know, and I can hear them like, she's not, is she sleep or is she talking about sleep? But how did she know that she, David Bowie was like, no, this is what's going on while they was doing surgery. But I came out, okay, I didn't know I didn't feel anything, I can hear the drill and all that, but I was calm. I trusted the doctor, someone I never seen before. I was totally out of my comfort zone because I had to go two hours away from where I live to have the surgery done because there's no one here in my town to actually do replacement part. They want to do carpal surgery. So it was very entertaining. I can say my surgery was very entertaining. Cause that's that's the way the anesthesiologist put it. It was very entertaining. They said I started laughing, you know. It, at one point, it was just I don't know. I felt at ease, comfortable at first. When I first went, I was so nervous, and I ended up had to ask for a different anesthesiologist because the first anesthesiologist she didn't want to access my port and kind of find out she didn't know how to access a port. But you were anesthesiologist. You should know how to do these things. So they went and got another anesthesiologist. And she said, well, I'll just be in the operating room. I'm like, no, I don't want you in the, in the operating room with me. I don't want you touching me. I don't want you giving me no meds or anything like that. You're fired. So I ended up with a different anesthesiologist. And everything went fine, you know. I was calm and I was relaxed. But, you know, like I said, and it wasn't like the anesthesiologist did not know I had a port because the lady called me three weeks before my surgery and talked to me. We did video chat and I showed her and explained to her that I had a port. She like, oh, okay, okay. But I notated she did not notate it because when the, the nurse was looking at her notes, she did not notate that I had a port. And I told y'all nothing. She said, Oh, we, we use sonar to define the vein. No, you're not. I have a port. So why would you want to use my vein if I have a port? What's the issue? And that's when it came out. She didn't know how to access a port. So how did you become an anesthesiologist if you do not access a port? I mean, seriously. She's been an anesthesiologist for 16 years. 
because I did my research on all the doctors and people that was going to be working with me. So, I took a chance with the, the anesthesiologist that they brought in, and he was really good, and he talked to me, and he let me know what was going on. And then that's when they gave me the, um, the nerve blocker, and then they took me to surgery, and it was a five-hour surgery. And when I woke up, uh, the doctor showed me uh, on his phone what he had did and everything. So, like I said, I go back on uh, Monday. They take out the stitches and they probably do x-rays again and see how it's work holding up. But all in all, this is my life. This is what I go through, you know. And I'm just here trying to give you guys an idea of what I go through. I don't know how y'all pain level is, you know. Like I said, my pain level is a good day. It's a seven. Any other time is worse of ten plus. I don't even know what a ten is. I know a ten plus plus. But that just the way I deal with pain. And like I said, um I went to see my pulmonologist uh, before I had surgery also. He had a echogram, echocolygram done, and he had a CT done on my lungs. So everything must have been good because he didn't stop the surgery. So, But uh, the medication that he got me on taking for my lungs uh, must be working because uh, they did the PFT test and they said that it hadn't changed. You know, it didn't get worse, but it's still where it was at a year ago. So, so far I'm doing okay. Other than, like I said, I've been going through a lot of different, you know, medical issues, you know, ever since the last time I was here five months ago talking to you guys and getting through these this stuff is very very difficult you know and as I said you have to have faith of whoever you believe in that you're going to get through this because I know I go through so much and I don't dwell on it. I just go and leave it in my Heavenly Father's hand. Whatever happens, happens. Because I know that I can't control what my body go through now. Only He can. He's the only one that can deliver me from this. So I look at it as a learning lesson, a teaching lesson. What I'm going through is to share. Um, with you all to show you all that no matter what is going on in your life medically whatever you can get through it because like I said it's been really really hard for me you know ever since 2004 when my whole world changed yeah, it's almost 2024. No. 
in three months. We'll be going into a whole new year in 2024. So, like I said, it's that you know I'm very grateful and thankful that I'm still here because when they first diagnosed me they gave me seven years. Okay, you know, most of the people that normally with these men out of movies they normally have lived seven years. And I have passed that seven year mark. <laughs> so, you know, twice. And I'm not, you know, I'm very grateful that I'm here. And I look at it that, you know, if I can do this with all these autoimmune diseases that I'm going through, I think we all can learn to be able to deal with what we're going through and not feel sorry for ourselves. Be thankful and grateful that we're still here. It might not be easy at times, but we're here. We're still breathing. So take advantage of those days that you have good days. Take advantage of them. And the days that you have bad days, still take advantage of those and be grateful. And keep moving forward. Now, um, I mean, I still stay the same apartment complex, but I got a view of the lake now. Um, and I get to see all the different wildlife out here. We have geese, we have ducks, we have otters, and turtles. So it's very relaxing to me to be able just to look out my window or sit on my patio and look at the wildlife. All different kinds of birds fly in, you know, and get water and eat fish. It's that, you know, it's very peaceful and relaxing, you know. And that's all you, you know when you have one of those things that you now. When it's dressed, I go to that bathroom and I just stare at the door and hold my crystals in my hand and reconnect and calm myself. Because today is not promised to me, tomorrow is not promised to me. But I live my life to the fullest. I try to do what I can in the moment. I know, you know, it, it's, you know, kind of sucks because I had surgery during football season because I wanted to be able to sell um, platters, you know, appetizer platters, you know, because I, before I had the surgery, I was selling dinners and stuff, you know, selling dinners, selling plates, and now, you know, and I've been praying on it, and I think I can maybe still do it, you know, sell platters with the help of my daughter, 
and doing a lot big to help me, I think I'd be able to do that. You know, because cooking is my passion and that's a way of me relaxing also. It it comes and that's something that I'm looking forward to, you know, be able to discuss with them and see if they help me do this. Because not being able to do something, I had started making candles, you know. I was doing a lot of different things, although I had a lot of family issues going on, but I was still keeping my mind, you know, occupied on other things. Because after I got the shingles, that what woke me up. Okay, you need to focus on something else. You know, because you let your, your your body attack you worse. It's already attacking me. And, and, and then it start attacking even full force. But I will be back and um, talk to you guys some more. And let you know what's wrong. What each one of these... Um things that you know I've been going through make how you can identify if you got them or not. And again I really appreciate you all for sticking by me and being here. Namaste.